Justin. The present time is 8.56 a.m. Chicago, Illinois. A little bit of a late start. Although it's a lame and invalid excuse, I've inherited my mother's pokiness. I'm recording this audio journal of observations, destinations, and distractions with the intent that upon my return from this vacation, you will have the clearest record and I won't need to tell you in person. I just had my morning caffeine intake from Sip Coffee House at 1223 West Grand, a four-shot iced mint melt-away with whole milk, whipped cream, and drizzled fudge. I know it's getting chilly, but it's just the way I like it. Strong, sweet, and cold through and through. The total was 862. That includes the brown sugar pumpkin muffin. Pumpkin was a surprise, but I'll admit a pleasant one. Damn good muffins. I'll be sure to pick one up for you when I'm back in Chicago. I'm heading down I-55 south at the legal speed of 70 miles an hour. I hope to make good time. The air is crisp, a cool 52 degrees. I look forward to the fresh air after getting through the drifting smog of Gary, Indiana. Check in soon when I get closer to my destination, recording for you, your friend and co-host, Joseph Blansky. Justin, 96 miles down, 98 with slight traffic, approaching the town of Haddonfield. I know I had the brown sugar pumpkin muffin, but I had to stop in for second breakfast at the Double H Diner outside Joliet. Normally I don't slow for sloppy joes, but they boasted the best and my stomach was calling. I have a weak stomach, but I'm a glutton for punishment. Great food and charming decor to match the tasteful service. I always keep an eye out for special retreats away from the big city. I sent a parcel your way. The food is out of this world. It's shipped to my name, Joseph Blansky, but I trust the kindness and goodness in your heart. You won't open it until I give the word. Judging by the proximity of my location and the estimated two three-day USPS priority shipping, the package should arrive just in time for the podcast. Just in time. 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 Get it? <laughs> get it? I'm sure you do get it. Get it all the time. <laughs> speaking uh, speaking of time, it is 1035 on this beautiful Sunday morning. It should be time for me to see the sights and enjoy my stay. Signing out. Talk to you soon, Justin. Hello, and welcome to Tuesdays with Gory, a weekly horror movie podcast hosted by me, Justin Fink, and my co-host who couldn't be in the studio today is actually calling from his vacation hotspot. That's right. Hello, Joe Blansky. That's right, Joe Blansky in the house, and we have a special guest in the studio. Isn't that right, Blansky? Yes, we do. I'm happy to say so. Do you want to introduce yourself, please, to our listeners? Oh, hi. Uh, hi, I'm Shay Cahill. What, what do I call myself? I'm a, uh, for this particular episode, I guess, like, I'm a lycanthrope aficionado. It sounds really fancy. Yeah. You, it's not that fancy. You just have to watch, like, a fuck ton of werewolf stuff. Okay. And, like, everything. I'm not saying just the good stuff. You watch all the really bad stuff, too. Ah. And you have to deal with it. Yeah. We got an expert in the house, Joe. I, I, I Excited about it. I don't want to go that far. That's, you you <laughs> called yourself an expert. We heard I said it. an aficionado. That's hey, what I said. When you responded to the Craigslist ad, you oh, said you were an that's expert. True. You said, I am an expert. Well, you also said you would pay $12 an hour, and that hasn't happened yet. 
we'll talk about we'll it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very inappropriate. Why All would you right, bring okay, this up? I guess I'm sorry. All right. So, anyways, um, you introduce yourself now. Uh, <laughs> we're all here joe is on vacation not he, technically here yeah that's right i'm phoning it in yeah joe quite literally, you know, literally literally not metaphorically right right uh joe where are you i am here in Heavenfield, illinois that's right looking for your sister huh nope looking for my love oh i wonder why i assumed you were looking for your sister Are you like uh, are your allergies acting up? Since yeah, you're, you're right, Joe. You sorry, okay, sorry, sorry Joe? That. Joe? Right. Oh man, close call. Spacing out a little bit. Yeah, you get stung by a bee. No. <laughs> just being out there in nature, you know, just. Yeah, like, the pollen count is really high in Haddonfield, Joe. We told you. It's gorgeous. It's a small, peaceful town. I hope she's worth it, Joe. That's all I gotta say. I'm looking. I'm really looking. I think she's worth it. Hey, let's go into. <laughs> A little piece of our horror movie history, and I think it would be most fitting if our guest starts us off on, uh, we actually agreed on a theme this week for the horror movie history, and that theme is older siblings and their influence on us. <laughs> we totally did agree on that theme after we talked about everything. Uh -huh. But yes. yeah, no, regardless, no, yes. Uh, so older siblings, well... I, I was kind of thinking about this, and uh, I like sci-fi horror mm -hmm. a lot. I don't know, like other people like creature features or... Uh, I gore, guess. gore, gore. <laughs> I think maybe maybe some people like gore. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, think I'm, yeah. I have a feeling someone likes gore. Well, um... <laughs> some people like gore but regardless no uh my older brother he introduced me to uh like i guess just the horror genre doing like sci-fi stuff mm. and uh i watched uh, event horizon and yeah. that that was one that probably was I, I watched that way too young is that like that i think that's something uh, yeah. that goes along with it too that's a scary movie I'm just saying it's like it's probably way too young to be able to see like someone skinned and then like put on like fish hooks. Oh yeah. And why is that happening in space? But like regardless. So well mm. um the scar well the scariest thing about that pretty much was uh I guess like uh, I saw it as everybody pretty much went fucking crazy. Yes. And then started clawing each other's eyes out mm -hmm. and peeling them apart and seeing their dead children and all sorts of, you know, craziness. Yeah. Like people could do this? Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that phrase, too, where he's like, we don't need eyes where we're going. Like, I think uh, every time uh, I'm drunk and with certain friends, I'll try to bring that up in conversation because that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny to me. That is funny, yeah. <laughs> it is It is twisted for a young mind that is just developing to, in its early stages of development, know that it can possibly backfire. That you could go absolutely insane. That that's a possibility. Well, I think that is a terrifying thing for a kid to see. At early age. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe like uh, going like later on when I saw things like uh, the thing, um, mm -hmm. it's kind of talking about this certain uh, place in space that you can go that's like beyond all imagining and beyond all horror, and hell has nothing on like the uh, void of space. Yeah, yeah. And it's so insane that there have been you know lots of different sci-fi thing like in Firefly where like people went to the void, and then when they came back they were so fucked up from what they've seen because like humans just can't like they can't come 
comprehend this certain mm. part of space. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, uh, it's a lot of monsters from a point of like insanity. It's mm. like insanity making physical monsters. Yeah. And that's kind of a theme that like I'm attracted to. And I like a lot of different like stories that have that same theme mm. that like, very Lovecraftian. Oh, yeah, yeah totally, right? Yeah. Where, like, you're not sure if, like, this person's just fucking crazy or if they really are, like, tentacle, like, elder gods that, like, you know, live right. in this, like, crazy void that's between yeah. 18 different dimensions. Yeah. And well, if you see these things, they'll probably make you crazy after right? you see them. Right? Yeah. And you'll grow tentacles out of your fucking face. <laughs> and, like, well, yeah. it's, it's interesting I brought up Jacob's Ladder earlier because mm -hmm. that's, like, totally. exactly what you're talking about. Yes, that very much so. Is, so amazing joe joe has never seen it yeah i don't want to say too much about it but just that's a psychological movie to the nth degree well absolutely but i mean going on beyond my own stuff like what's up what's your own guys stories about? yeah yeah um what did your, what did your older brother ruin your, <laughs> <laughs> what did he punch child? into your <laughs> subconscious yeah uh i think just in general uh just hanging out with him he you know, he's eight years older than me, so he would watch things like if I was eight, he was 16. So he would watch things that 16 year olds want to see. So when I was eight, I was watching a lot of things that 16 year olds want to see. So I think that gave me like at an early age a taste for things I think kids my age don't normally develop, uh, which is why I think horror was so digestible to me uh, and why I was able to face it at such an early age was because of all the kind of generationally advanced material I was getting subjected to by hanging with my brother. It toughened you up. It toughened yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like going to prison and like you know, having to get tough before you get there. You're right. It's exactly like prison. Mm -hmm. Horror <laughs> is prison. <laughs> yes, true. But it's a fun prison. <laughs> it's a prison with music. Super true. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Joe, you still with us? I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still okay, here. all right. Good, good, good. Um, I would have to <laughs> say my brother, what he really traumatized me with, <laughs> was we, we, spent up, we stayed up all night and watched Evil Dead 1 and 2. Woo! Really into the dawn when your mind is kind of losing it in like tiredness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those blew me away, and we didn't even watch Army of Darkness, and I was just left hanging and being like, "What? Ash versus the Army of Darkness? What happened? You know, <laughs> that's... How am I supposed to sleep now? I'm gonna dream of milk spurting weird zombie aliens. I don't care if it was a funny thing. Was that a remake or not? I'm I'm going crazy. That's extra crazy because that's kind of like watching the same movie just twice, just oh, back yeah. to back. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, but like with a completely uh like accentuated tone like there's like a, just a little bit of humor in the first one and then the second one just like oh enhances yeah enhances that so. one to like but like and it seems to summarize the first movie at the beginning and then like move on too yeah or does ash just come back with like his girlfriend i don't know I yeah I yeah don't they know. kind of in both ways like they like change the, the story a little bit yeah i actually watched uh evil dead 2 again recently with a couple of friends and there are certain parts where uh, i guess like the hick boyfriend dude is being pulled into the the ad uh, into the basement or whatever by the witch and <laughs> 
Well, yeah, who's in my fruit salad? But like, yeah, basically. And then uh, the the one girl is like trying to pull him or whatever, and then all this blood comes out, and it is a ridiculous amount of like uh, fruit punch like colored blood. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually really fucking hysterical. It goes uh, back and yeah. forth between being horrific and just like fucking funny. Mm. Um, but if I was Another a kid watching that, fuck me. Like, uh, yeah. I, are you kidding me? No. Yeah. That's insanity. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that stuff's scary. I think the best uh one of my favorite parts in that movie is when he's like interacting with all the mounted animals on the wall. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah. they're talking to him. Yeah, I think that was the first the first moment in the movie when I was like, "What is going on in this film?" Like it's actually it kind of like uh, I do film stuff on the side and that was super influential to me. Cause, it, cause it, it seriously like it taught me like you don't have to go by a certain scale, like you don't have to worry about being too intense if you don't want to or. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to like play by the rules, I guess, because that movie totally breaks so many rules and it's incredible. <laughs> so excited for the new show. Yeah. So, I don't even know uh, how to, to move feel. on and uh, get over our <laughs> bad dreams. Yes, yes. What have you guys watched this week? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, well, off the top of my head, I watched uh, Near Dark. Beautiful nice. movie. Right? Fucking awesome. Uh, that movie is so good. The music oh, is incredible. Well, I realized that I'd actually seen bits and pieces of it throughout my life. Uh, and then yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this movie I keep seeing? Mm-hmm. And then eventually I, I had one of my friends, Corey, bring it up. He was like, hey, I got this on Blu-ray. Do you want to watch it? I was like, yeah, absolutely. And uh, great goddamn oh my movie. God. That bar scene is yeah. one of my favorite scenes in Fucking any movie Fucking awesome. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's really uh, it's really weird. It's a really cool vampire movie without ever fucking saying the V word. No V word. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Never yeah. mentions it. Yeah. Uh, never does a goddamn thing. But you know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah. Uh, but it's you know it's another like just it was really well written. It's a yeah. good story too. Let's well, uh, awesome soundtrack by Tangerine Dream. Oh, and <laughs> uh, yeah, Tangerine Dream. I saw uh-huh. that in the beginning. I was like, say what? Yeah. Um, well, that's uh, Catherine Bigelow. She's one of my gosh. favorite directors. I love all of her movies so much. What else did she yeah, do? what else has she done? She did Point Break. Have you guys really? seen Point Break? Shut up. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's uh, that's seriously maybe my favorite movie ever. That actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. If I look at the other things that are going on in that film, I was like, yeah, that totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah. That movie. Uh, I love her. She's amazing. Anyways. I think also um, I I like that movie so much because it it made me um, come up with like I want to do an advertisement for dad blood. Like just saying like, uh, do you have a fever? Do you have insomnia? Are you bulimic? Do you suffer from vampirism? Dad blood. Try dad blood. It cures what ails you. Um, Because like dad blood is what cures vampirism in that movie. Just so everyone's clear on that. Like, and I have a theory that it's not like just uh, that like it's anybody's dad. Like as long as you have dad blood in you, it'll cure zombieism, wow. vampirism, yeah. whatever you have. Really, scabies. Just yeah. get some good old dad blood. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really deep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, that was one uh, I watched. I watched Wolf Cop. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of deep. <laughs> Wolf Cop. I I won't go too much about it. Like it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. What? Is that a new movie? Yeah. 
It came out in uh, 2014, and like yeah. I, s- let's say before, I think it's a Kickstarter film. I really do. Yeah. I'd have to do more research, and I mean like five seconds more. <laughs> but ultimately, like I don't even give a shit enough about the film to <laughs> Google more about it. I, yeah. It's it's good enough to like put in the background and be like, why are those werewolves fucking? And then like yeah. keep going, you know. <laughs> or like, why is that werewolf cop like solving crimes? Uh, yeah. And then like you keep going. Sounds like a good movie to watch with a bunch of people so you can make fun of it. Oh, yeah. You know, if you were, like, getting drunk with, like, ten of your best friends, like, put Uh, Wolf Cop on. Yeah. Oh, I got it. When I get back, we'll have to watch it, Justin. Yes. (laughs) 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 Let's get ripped. (laughs) Uh, But, no, I don't know. What have you guys been watching? Well, uh, since our last episode, I watched Friday the 13th Part 4. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yes. Uh... (laughs) Friday the 13th Part 4, I'm going to say, is my favorite of the series. I would rank uh, the series as so, uh, 4, and then 2, and then 1, and then 3, and then all the rest. Uh, because after four, it takes a drastic nose dive. All the rest? How many more are there? There's ten. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. Yeah. <laughs> and they get, like, worse and worse. Part- seven if you count Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yeah. Oh. Part seven is hilarious. It's like they just stop trying. It's the one where it's Jason vs. Carrie, basically. It's this girl with telekinesis. Yes. <laughs> and like the dialogue is horrible. The characters are so bad. Uh I I loved it though. I watched the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> Cuz the other ones I was just like skipping through. I was like, uh So anyways, uh that's I think that's it. I'll uh, I'll try to Joe's like, I watched American like Oh, uh, yes, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Well, I was yeah. Well, I mean, like if you guys Before are... you left for Haddonfield. Yeah. Yeah, you were well. You invited me over to help you pack and then watch it. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. We watched American Werewolf in London uh, the night before Joe set out to Haddonfield <laughs> to find his love, which I thought he was going there for his sister, but nope, nope, turns nope. out I was wrong. We should have talked more about <laughs> that. Wrong. We got to work well, in communication. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, Joe, were you stung by a bee? Joe. You really gotta get in. Hey, you need that be pen. You really need. We watched American Werewolf. Yeah. Some sort of medication. <laughs> and, uh, on my during my trip, uh, I was like yeah. perusing. I took the train. Oh yeah. South, on your tablet. On my tab, I watched Night of the Demons. Woo. Which was this really good uh, B80s romp of a whole bunch of different mix of things. Nice. And it was like a what did they say? It wasn't a haunted house. It was a possessed house.
stoked to rewatch it. It has to deal with alchemy and going into like these alchemist crypt, mm-hmm. which really does it for me because I like weird magic and I also like cave movies. I like cave horror. Would you, rules. would you say you like strange magic? Strange magic. Don't you know? Strange magic. God damn it. Anyways. Yeah, those are the movies I yeah. It's it's kinda making it hard for me to think about the movie we, we that we are going to talk about today because I watched so many horror movies, they're mixing up in my head. <laughs> yeah. And uh what well, what did we all watch and what are we talking about? Thank today? God we got an expert here. Oh god. Uh feeling this strong. No, we watched uh The Howling. It yeah. is uh, Came out in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we really did? excited. <laughs> cool. What? Holy shit! Sounds sweet. That sounds sweet. What was that about? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So it came out in uh, 1981. It yes. was directed by Joe Dante, mm-hmm. uh, who later on he also directed uh, Gremlins, which is probably what most people know him for. Yes, wonderful, wonderful film. No, and Gremlins was pretty good. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Pretty It's good. all right. I don't Come know. Have you, have you heard of it? Have you heard of Gremlins? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, what, can you tell the listeners what happens in The Howling? Um, or, or in Gremlins, either. Or. Well, <laughs> Actually. We're going to Gremlins later. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I don't remember anything except for that really cute like gizmo guy, and he's in a car at some point, right? Mm-hmm. He's yes. Just kidding. Angry. <laughs> Get to you the really howling. need an inhaler. I think he wants you, you to, to talk about the howling. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of starts out like that. Um. <laughs> it, it does. It starts with a howl. It does. Yeah. Uh, well, it starts out with uh, basically like TV static and uh, there being claw marks and then a TV. I'm what assuming right now is like a TV glass just breaking and then a wolf howling saying the howling. Mm, yes. Uh, it goes into TV static because Karen, uh, the main character, is a news reporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come in, uh, you're hearing some kind of audio clips talking about uh, serial killings have been going on. Like basically women have been dying, been uh, being killed. And Karen is, uh, she's been having an ongoing conversation with the mysterious Eddie character. Uh, when we come into the movie, she Eddie is... Eddie the Mangler. Eddie, Eddie, the, Eddie the Mangler or the Strangler? Mangler. Mangler. Mm. All right, well, I don't know. Because <laughs> he mangles. He mangles people. He doesn't just strangle. No. He mangles. What? <laughs> is there more of a squeezing thing? I, uh, I think it involves more like shredding. Okay. Instead of... I have poop. Squishing. Yeah. Yeah. Dismemberment. Yeah, very much so. So Karen is meeting up with this person that, uh, for all intents and purposes, like she's probably this is a person that she believes is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes and uh, I don't know. I guess first she meets up on a telephone uh, for absolutely no reason, kind of like that just extends like the tension, I suppose. The telephone, yeah. But when they really meet, they meet in the sex shop. And actually, what's really cool is uh, the main character Karen. She's walking in there and she seems really, really uncomfortable. And that's real. They're in a real sex shop, um, mm. and she is really fucking uncomfortable. And that was part of like the actress. She was like, "I I don't like doing this." Wow. 
Yeah. So anyway, so she ends up going to the back and uh, starts watching like a film there. Like one, like, of the, one of the jerk booths? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> is that what they're called? Is that uh, what guys call that? I'm pretty sure they're called jerk booths. They're called jerk booths. Jerk booths. Yeah, them in maybe? <laughs> I don't remember that part. Hey, Joe, maybe if you were in it, then it would be a jerk booth. <laughs> oh, you, you jerk. Know what I'm saying that? <laughs> well they're in one of these fucking glory boxes yes. and um puts on a smut film he puts on he puts on something like a snuff film yeah it's really bad it's it's gang rape that's uh, going yes. on there yeah oh and i wanted to mention this because i don't like to really compare like books and movies because fuck that they're two different mediums just shut up mm-hmm. anyway so like but basically uh in the book because this is based on a book uh karen's character is raped by the Eddie character. Oh. And that's what happens in this in this scene. Mm. And so I think that the the film, the director, like is trying to suggest that Eddie did rape her. I see. Is there the film that is being per- like played in it? Yeah, very much so. Because like as you see throughout the rest of the film, she's like haunted by what he did, but she can never really be she can never say what happened. It's mm. like flashbacks of the film. Yeah, the the yeah. film like is uh, the film is very obviously like uh, rape and you know uh, like gang rape man uh, like just like the worst scenario ever. Yeah. And instead of her seeing what happened to her, she keeps seeing flashes of like shadowy Eddie, and uh, then like flashes of this woman being raped. Right. So you can maybe assume that like she's just seeing this instead of seeing what's happening to her or what yeah. did happen to her, and yeah. that would kind of make more sense because instead mm-hmm. of like he he was kind of ugly, you know, like like what else did he yeah. do that really was like so terrifying to her like you know yeah also i was thinking too like how did he get his own film like it's not his sex shop you know yeah yeah like how how was he like hey put my film on it's a smut film where i kill people like (laughs) 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 like the police are looking for me here let me you know i don't know maybe he's got to deal with the guy but i'm saying that supports your theory that like maybe there's (laughs) no movie there that that's like just how she perceived Something I don't know, but I think there's a, a there's absolutely nothing subtle going on with this film. So no. I think if there <laughs> no. is any nuance, that might be where they're trying to sneak that in. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so something terrible happens to her, and uh, she she's taken out of the sex shop, and actually Eddie is killed. The police come in and they find out what's going on, and they kind of intercept him while this transgression uh, is going uh, yeah. on, and they shoot him. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, fuck. The very gun, the trigger happy cop. Yeah, which Because like, how did they know, like, where to shoot or how to not shoot her? Yeah, I kept wondering how she wasn't shot. Yeah. She just kind of fell out of there and was yeah. like, no, no, screaming. And then they were just like, well, I'm going to kill that <laughs> better guy. Shoot better yeah. shoot away. Better shoot that thing in there. Uh, so they do, and they kill Eddie. Everyone thinks Eddie is dead, and they take or him away. Or do they? Or do they? <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> That's a good noise for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good job, Joe. Good job. I'm here. I'm not throwing it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyways, so, um, yeah. Yeah. So what else? What what's next? Well, basically, uh, Karen goes to her therapist and her therapist is like, well, hey, (laughs) I just happen to have an entire uh, community of individuals (laughs) just tucked away for this very reason. So, you know, why don't you relax and take your uh, the brawny man of a husband and why don't you go out (laughs) into this place (laughs) called the colony? Yeah. I thought that was so hilarious how he was like, oh, I live here in the city, but, oh, yeah, I also have a colony full of a bunch of people. 
like out in the country i just got him it's my colony yeah but, you know but it's like his summer home is like this it's the yeah. Colony. <laughs> yeah the colony yeah that's, <laughs> that's not a good name to call anything that you're trying to keep low-key like yeah right right <laughs> you should have known because it was called the village <laughs> yeah Right? No one needs to go there. <laughs> yeah. The colony? Oh, yeah, that sounds totally relaxing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't sense an upheaval. Exactly. I know, there's, there's a barbecue. <laughs> no, actually, you're absolutely right. The first time they go, they, they do go to the colony, and there's a fucking, uh, there's a practical hoedown going on. On, on a beach, beach, by the way. Yeah. It's That's like Hawaii weird. meets, like, kentucky where, where are they trying this is another thing too i cannot fucking place where this no where this is. not at all and i'm like is it north well i think it's up in, in i think it's farther north i'm from florida so everything's north to me uh. pretty much <laughs> everything um i did not know that even like tennessee was considered the south that's insane to me oh, that's fucking insane that's wow. halfway up that's weird what are we doing that's so weird to okay think about that but anyway, so they go to a hoedown, and uh, Bill's like, I don't fucking eat meat. And then they <laughs> just... <keep laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck you. How dare you? They have, like, a whole fucking pig on, like, a, a, a pipe. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, Bill, what can, what can we help you with? He's like, I don't fucking do that. Yeah, they're like, hey, Bill, which part of the pig? And he's like, Shh, no part, sh- you <laughs> sons of bitches. Like that's the shit I don't like. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It was. It was made very clear that he's a vegetarian. And then he walks. Uh, he walks away for two seconds, and uh, this uh, girl in uh, super cas, uh, pleather, wrong. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, she fit right in. She, yeah. Sure. She walks right up, and she's like, "Why are you looking for your wife?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. He's just like, "What's wrong?" And he's like, "I'm looking for my wife," and she goes. Why? <laughs> really pointed. Really, <laughs> yeah. like really pointed. He didn't have an answer for her either. He's, He's like, like good question, actually. Why am I looking for her? I'm going to go over here and drink this punch. Uh, I kind of want to bone you. Yeah. Can I do that later? So uh, so anyway, so yeah, he goes and drinks this punch, and, and Marcia still goes over to uh, Karen. Is all like, why the fuck is she here? Uh, God, I'm upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found a wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um so anyway so uh, so she goes away and mm-hmm. uh what happens basically after that uh Karen is like really suspicious. She doesn't think that anything's right. She's still having nightmares. She's still having flashbacks of uh, things yes. that happened to her. Mm-hmm. And uh she hears strange things in the woods. And she mm-hmm. just doesn't trust that there isn't something out there. And she ends up oh, she ends up going out there with her friend and they find a mutilated bull. Ah uh, yes. And they're like, oh, there must be wolves. There yeah. must be wolves in the forest. And then the townspeople, like two of the like farm owners or something, like slim pickings, I do believe. <laughs> Was it? Well, I think that's, I think that's a little later, because I think he's like the sheriff or something. Is that? Is that? I don't know who the fuck Slim Pickens uh, is, slim, but I know he's in this film. Slim Pickens is like the most like southerner guy in the film. Have you seen Blazing Saddles? Yes. He's in it. He's like uh, he's. Uh, what is, Hedy, L- <laughs> Hedy Lamar's like the his like henchman or whatever. What was he? Maybe he was a cop or something. Oh God, I don't know. All Any right. this tangent? Okay, 
what happened? <laughs> basically, basically, it's like basically it's like random kind of Dukes of Hazard references are interjected throughout this whole fucking film. That's, yes, yeah, like yeah. just when you think it's getting creepy, then there's like a a, a yokel that just wanders on the set, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Okay, yeah. where are they again? Where are they? I have no idea. Yeah, because they're such like sophisticated city folk. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they're just around all these these mountain. Boonie werewolves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a colony. There's nothing else going on. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so uh, Karen thinks there are wolves out in the fucking forest, and so Bill goes out with the rest of the guys. Like we're gonna hunt down this wolf, and we're gonna mm. take care of this stuff. And because of that, he ends up shooting a rabbit. And then let's see, <laughs> TC the the guy, the weird dude is uh, running yes. around with like a wolf pelt on. Yeah. He basically is like, well, my sister wouldn't mind cooking that for you and fucking you. Why don't you go up into our cabin <laughs> and do both those things? That's right. <laughs> and the sister is... Uh, That's Marsha. Marsha, yes. Who is very pointedly. Yes, the, the pointed. The one, the one who was like, I told you it would be trouble bringing her. <laughs> and she points a very candid Yes, theory. Yes, so... Do do they get it on? Not at first, right? Uh, at first, first she like cuts off. She scratches him or something. Yeah, she's all like, "I'll I'll cook this fucking rabbit later." Yeah, and then tries to kiss him, and he's like, "Oh yes," at first, and then it's like, "No, I shall fight this." Ah uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like very like, the way he like throws her off like <laughs> is so violent. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> It's it's, it's really strange for the as violent as he acts in the beginning of uh-huh. like get the fuck away from me. Oh uh, yeah. Um but then in the end basically uh he he, he does go out there. He yeah. he later on that night he gets scratched and I can only assume it's scratched by Marsha whenever she's in werewolf form. Oh uh, yes, yes. He goes back, he gets treated for like rabies and all sorts of shit. Yeah. And then, like, two nights later, Karen's like, I would like to have sex with you, my husband. And he's like, no, I had rabies shots. Ah, uh, yes. I don't want to do that. Then he immediately goes out. Yes. And has trans, <laughs> yes. yeah, like, formative werewolf sex with Marsha. He turns into a werewolf while he's having sex now, with Now, what her. did you guys think about that? I'm sorry. Okay, that scene was incredible. <laughs> I loved it. I was so happy it happened. It was scenes like those that really carry that movie for me. Uh, that was so amazing. I'm so happy that happened. But what the fuck <laughs> was up with that turning to an animation for five seconds at the end of that scene? Used there and never used again. No. Used for five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. And it's literally just the show. There's silhouettes yes. of them together. Boning his werewolves. Boning his werewolves. Him turning into a werewolf and howling at the moon. Yes. And how many shots of the moon <laughs> did they like need to cut to in this film? Because it is, it's got to be the highest in <laughs> movie history. Which doesn't matter because they explain that they can transform whenever they want. Yeah, exactly. Yes, they don't need the moon. So at the all. full moon is like inconsequential to anyone's fate. Yeah, if we didn't mention that already, that that's very important to this. Film. It's just a nice <laughs> thing. It's a nice thing to yeah. cut through. Hey, let's look at the moon <laughs> hey, again, look huh? At the moon. <laughs> just by the way. Well, it's very relatable. Also, this is happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Let's just backtrack a little bit. 
let's go and go on the theory that uh, Karen was actually raped by Eddie. Okay, uh-huh. so Karen was raped by this guy who was uh, calling her for months and months, yeah. telling her graphic details about killing other women. Mm. She actually had the balls and uh, is also insane and yeah. went out and tried to meet this fucking guy yeah. without the police's help, with just like the fucking, uh, her news station? Yeah. What the shit is that? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then this, cr- she gets raped, and then her therapist is like, "You need to go into the woods for a while. You guys just uh, calm down." So she goes out there, and then her husband is like, "Okay, well, whatever. Uh, I don't really feel like sleeping with you. I'm gonna go out into the woods and go do this." Yeah. He's like way too easily s- swept into this werewolf lifestyle. That's all I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying like he's way too easily coerced. Well, I don't know. He just got scratched, and then he. Uh Oh, you didn't even mention the scene where all of a sudden he's like eating uh, ribs or something. Oh, that comes after yeah, because he was after his, his wolf transformation sex. I thought. Uh, oh, that is true. That is true. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Because he he's a beast now. That's right. <laughs> and he can't resist anything. Not even he can't resist like werewolf sex. He's not going to be able to resist some fucking ribs. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Man. Yeah. What right? A, what a guy. I know. <laughs> I was just like, you're, you're kind of a jerk. He is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Actually, jerk, that dude. whole like news team were shitheads. Like, why would you send her out there like that? Yeah, and can we talk about her boss being like the terrible man from uh, UHF? Like the, the evil yeah, arch yeah. nemesis? When he says, uh, oh, he's I never don't know. a good guy. <laughs> when he's on the phone with someone, he's like, oh, I don't know. She must be pregnant. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> just, that's so, such awesome old school yeah. bigotry. Like, that's so sweet. Because she goes on the news and she chokes because she's having like flashbacks of Eddie. Yeah, totally. And this guy's like the head of the network or whatever, and he's freaking out. Like, like no sympathy whatsoever. Let's just have a baby in her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's probably it. That was intense. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Well, okay, after werewolf sex. Okay, so they there's that bit of animation for about five seconds, which is pretty fucking cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you still with us? I'm here. I'm listening. Yeah. Are you there, How's Haddonfield? <sighs> <laughs> you know, Joe, when you breathe like that, we can hear it. Have you been watching any cool shit lately? Have been <laughs> Joe. Hello, hello. Oh, hey. Have you found your love yet? No, still searching. Still looking, huh? No, wandered through a few backyards, peered through some laundry, behind <laughs> some bushes. Uh-huh. Can't seem to find her, Justin. Mm. I'm looking. Well, uh, hmm. Where are you now? Me? Yeah, man, I'm just hanging out by the school. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> just, you know, watching some kids. Uh, Joe, I'd be careful, okay? Oh, Things, it's, all right, you know. it's not seven. It's not 1978 anymore. Laws are a little different now. It's okay, you know. I'm just wearing a mask. I'll be totally safe. They're not as forgiving <laughs> as they used me. to I be. Yeah, good. Actually, good thinking. Good if thinking. I were your lawyer, I would give you a pat on the back. Holy cow! Good job, man. Oh my god! How could they ever convict you of anything? Uh, they can't. They can never prove it was you. If they can find me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Keep finding your love. Let's get back to the plot. Oh well, the plot. Begins, <laughs> I suppose. 
Well, no, during this whole thing, too, we, uh, we have our little, like, other news network, which, again, the whole news network is taking this on, not getting the police involved at all. I guess are yeah. there cops in well, any I way, think, shape, or form? I think the thing is that they wanted they want to get the scoop. They want are the story. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think that's the point of all of that is that they can be the first network and like this would get like so many ratings. They are putting so many people's lives exactly at risk. I think that was like I think that was like a statement this film was trying to make about like news media. They did not make that well. <laughs> they, did not, they did not make that point very well. No. Holy shit. Well, anyways, these terrible people who are putting everyone's lives at risk. Uh, Terry and Chris. Anyway, Terry, the female, she decides that she's been investigating this entire time. They've been looking, oh, yeah. we're, we're figuring out werewolf stuff, which is like the whole crowd's like, yeah, no shit, werewolves. Because <laughs> we've seen everything the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of superfluous that we have these oh, reported yeah. people who are there like, oh, my God, is it werewolves? And oh, yeah, like, yeah, they didn't werewolves. serve the movie at all. Right? Like, everything they were finding out, we just found out. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, It would have been a better movie if we followed them. Right? Like, towards realizing what this place was. Maybe we were getting, I don't know, calls from different people or, like, yeah. <laughs> they saw Karen for a bit, then left yeah, and came yeah. back. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah. So they're a little superfluous except to be meat a little bit later on, which is True what that. happened. True that. Because oh, yeah. now we're in now we're in the office, guys. We never fucking leave the office ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything cool yeah. that ever happens for the rest of this pretty much happens in that office. In the office, yeah. Yeah. Well, all the Eddie scenes, all the tran- uh, all the transmutation of like Eddie and all that stuff happens yeah. in this fucking office. Well, I heard this was the movie that gave uh, Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais the idea for the office. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 They started out filming in this particular office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. was the first one. Then mm-hmm. they expanded. Yeah. It, it wasn't until like a few reiterations of the pilot that they took the werewolves out yeah yeah they realized that but that at first they were in there they were yeah for much longer than they probably should have and been. you're just like this is like 12 episodes in why are these werewolves still hanging yeah out? it's like they're like trying to like make it like everyday life but there's werewolves there as they just didn't think it out. And I don't think there's enough room because they just keep pointing at different like corners of the same office. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. They never there's never a hallway scene or never a meeting scene. I'm always like, this is the same office. Yeah. It's almost as if they didn't have budget and so they had to use the same office. Uh, yeah, almost. Like I actually what happened. I would say it was probably <laughs> a creative decision. It probably. was an artistic choice. Very much so. But, oh, what? but they did actually have no money, huh? No, they did actually have no money. That so, is actually so. True. That's why so much of the third act takes place. I in think an that office. they probably were. Maybe there was a swamp scene. Maybe there was like a monorail scene, or like a couple other like places, like yeah. interesting points. A monorail scene. Yeah, <laughs> why not? That'd be awesome. Yeah, you haven't seen that. No. Okay. Well, anyway, so. Oh, just a little sidebar. I was thinking today, how awesome would a horror movie be at an amusement park? Have they not done that? I can't think of it. I think they've done it at a carnivals, which I guess is kind of the same thing. But have you ever but played some, like like with big roller coasters? What about Final Destination? Well, I mean, uh, that's just like how that's just like a scene in the movie. Yeah, I'm talking like a, a whole movie. A whole movie set in an amusement park. Is it Final Destination? No, 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 way. no way. Oh, oh, no, but you're saying yeah, 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 a whole like a slasher film. 
But like people are trapped in an amusement park. How would you keep them inside there? Goosebumps? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. How could you keep people trapped inside there? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to think that out. It is hard to like find <laughs> exits in an amusement park. Like they keep you locked in there. Is that one of the running like, things? You're like, it's just so hard. It's, <laughs> just, like, it's yeah. just so hard to find an exit. Yeah, you will never yeah. get out. It's like our lives are in danger, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, how do you get out of this place? Good. Oh, then you just keep going and be like, and there's no bathrooms, so that's horrible too. And oh, yeah. There's no bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Only food to eat is cotton candy. Yeah, There's exactly. no weapons of any sort. No, it's like corn dog sticks. You have to like fashion some sort of rudimentary. Mm hmm. All right. Well, you'd have to use the roller coasters to kill. <laughs> you'd have to use the roller coasters to kill. Yeah, well, you'd have to like tie up the villain mm. like the damsel in distress in mm. those old cartoons on or the old, rail old silent movie okay like the villains would do you know to the damsels in distress yeah then they'd flail their arms and then the hero would come by but the hero won't come by this time no the roller coaster will kill them just kill them yeah hey joe how you doing hey. <laughs> i'm really confused as to what anything happens after wolf sex <laughs> <laughs> you just were in it for the wolf sex and <laughs> yeah then you, out then you just checked out yeah well can't get any more from this well movie. you at least remember the transmutate like him turning into a werewolf happens in again the office. in the office <laughs> see what where were you that was like a 10 minute scene when she throws acid on him it afterwards. takes a really long time yeah <laughs> joe you still with us okay all right um well, yeah, no. Is there anything else about the plot we should talk about? There's, I mean, honestly, after that, there's not... Well, oh, no. Okay, so they have their own thing where uh, Karen basically tries to escape with Chris. She, he's shooting silver bullets all over the place. Most of the town folk get locked up in a barn and yes. set ablaze. Yes. Just set ablaze. Yes. But we can only assume that there are other yokels that are also werewolves, and they attack them as well as they're fleeing away. Hmm. And Karen gets bit by a werewolf that turns out to be her beloved Bill. Shitty Bill. Shitty Bill. Shitty that she Bill. shoots. That she shoots because yeah. he's an asshole. Oh, by the way, there is a moment in the scene when Shitty Bill hits Karen. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was right after he had his wolf sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, he straight up hits her after she's like, oh, you have scratches on your back. And he's like, shut up, woman. Yeah. And then, no, no, he doesn't say that. But he do, it, basically, he her, she's yeah. like, you were cheating on me. And he's like, no, you're right. But I refuse to admit that. Yeah. And then he and then he smacks her. Yeah. That's so awful. But then wasn't that wasn't she running away? Then he say something like, you don't know what it's like. You'll know what it's like. Yeah. Like, I think he's saying... He was saying you don't know what it's like to be a man. Oh, I thought he was saying to be a werewolf. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I thought the werewolf saying, like, is... Being a werewolf kicks ass. You know, it's a metaphor. Oh. Sounds like a good topic for our so theme running, section. So they're driving away. Yeah. And she gets bit by Bill. Yes. And they shoot Bill, kill him in the backseat, and that's yeah. how we find out it's actually shitty Bill and not just another werewolf. Not just another werewolf. No, yeah, it's, it's shitty Bill. Bill. So basically, uh, she goes onto the network, and we're like, oh, okay, everything's fine. But then she turns into, like, a kitty werewolf person. For some reason, her werewolf, when she turns uh, into that, she looks like a cat. Yeah, well, she didn't just go to the network just because, like, 
but she said because she, she got bit, so she knew she was going to turn. Yeah, she's trying to like. Uh, so she show was like, them. "We need to warn you the people. Need, we need to, to show see. them that this is real." And then, and yeah. she's all crying and sacrificing yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah. So she transforms into live a kitty werewolf air. person. Yeah, and then uh, what's his name kills her. And Chris kills her. Yeah, and Chris on lives. On live TV. On live TV. And Chris is like so basic. But Chris is the most basic character <laughs> ever to <laughs> totally survive. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, totally. He's just like, what? There's Who is this guy? Yeah, there's nothing discerning about him. No, there's like... He just sleeps with, like, probably my favorite character. I love I love Tracy. She was great. She's got moxie. She had a lot of moxie. She was going out there. She was getting it she done. She was sneaking into cabins, she, looking you know for what I mean? clues. She was getting it done. She knew everything before everyone else. Yeah, and that's why she's the only person who dies exactly, in this movie. Exactly, yeah. Jesus Christ, what does that say? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like the screenwriter was like, wait a second. You're starting to have too many dimensions. I must kill you. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Chris just lives. <laughs> yeah. <Chris. laughs> yeah. You, uh, hey, Joe. You okay there, Joe? Uh, hey, 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 hey. Joe, uh, Joe? I'll tell you what. Let's take yeah. a break. You go take some Benadryl, buddy, okay? Uh, yeah, I'll take some Benadryl. What? Don't, don't wear yourself out, all right? No problem. Uh, stay right here. All right, and when we get back, you'll fill us in on uh, your quest to find your love, right? I'll let you know. All right. Oh, the sun's setting. It's getting uh, it's getting dark where you are. Is there a full moon tonight, or? <laughs> there, yeah. yeah. I think so. All right. Well, we'll be right back with Tuesdays with Gory. Justin, this is Joe. It is now 9.35 p.m. Been driving around all day. Sorry I lied to you about the train. I didn't want you to know I was driving alone. Thanks. Thank you for all the rides. I miss you, Justin. I'm, I'm awaiting your phone call. Just, just driving with Lainey. Do you, do, you, do you guys like the Wolfman? Long Cheney Loo Cheney Loo Cheney I got uh, ooh, I got a mango uh, No, no uh, I, I gotta talk to Justin and Shay uh, I wish they'd call me back Loo Spider baby, Luchini, Luchini. Call, call me, call me back, guys. Call me, call me back, guys. Call me back, guys. Sometimes I'm living as fast 
shit. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. I'm not here at present, I'm sure you know this whole routine. Leave your name and number, and I'll try to get Ricky, don't lose that number. It's the only one you own. Use it when you feel better. When you get home. Hey, uh, Joe. Hello? Joe, uh, the UPS guy just came by. He dropped off a package for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do you want me to open it for you and see what it is? Sure. Just grab it. You know, the big knife I got lying around. Wait, never mind. I have it with me. You got to find find another one. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Let me open this drawer. Joe, there's no knives in the place. How many knives did you bring with you? Uh, You know, just a few. Plan on fishing. Fish in Haddonfield? Are you going to take your love fishing? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we'll get more into that later. Welcome back to Tuesdays with Gory. Uh, we, are cur- we are discussing the 1981 film, the, what's his name, Joe Dante? Joe Dante's The Howling. <laughs> and we have a special guest in the studio, ain't that right? Hi. Hello. I'm Shay. That's right. <laughs> well, Joe, I think it's time for the death count. Yeah, that's the death toll for you. It's a good cowbell. All right. Coming in. I know it's not a cowbell, but I like saying it's a cowbell. Coming in at number one. Is what's that character's name? Oh, Terry. Terry, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay, so you know, by your rules, mm-hmm. there's only one death in this movie. Yeah, but can you explain explain the rules? Because like in in the end, there are like four or five different characters that are killed off. But you say that they don't matter. They don't exist. Mm, yes. All right. Well, why? Why is that? Well, because they got turned into werewolves. Okay, so all right, but in the end, in the end, wh- even after they're dead, they turn back into humans. Right, but their souls were gone. It's just a corpse. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's still like Bill, like someone's husband is dead. Yeah, and if someone's father, gets, if someone's someone brother, someone's sister, someone's mother, they passed away. Yeah, and sometimes you gotta kill your brother who's a zombie and shoot him in the head. Yeah, but, you, you do. Know, yeah. It's not a death; he's a zombie. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a, a fatality. He's already dead. He's already dead. He's become a part of the Legion of the Damned and a servant of Satan. Amen. Well, then I would even say that then the death count happened whenever someone turned into a, a werewolf. So therefore, Bill died the moment he turned into a werewolf. Well, that's a f- that is by your definition right there. No, I would say the thing is though is that death to me is the metaphysical experience of the soul leaving the human body. Jeez, this is getting intense. Anyways, so with that said, we are (laughs) wrapping up the death count. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no
There we go. All right, all right. Uh, Joe, do you have your notes with you over in Haddonfield? Oh, yes. I'm taking plenty of notes over here. Okay, great. Uh, Keeping track of all the comings and goings. And, uh, uh, yeah, I have, uh, <laughs> my, I have this list, this gore, my oh, gore geez. list, uh-huh. which actually I was able to please me in this movie. Mm. Mm. So the first one is... <laughs> it's hard to do. ...with Eddie, uh, Eddie, who is shot in the beginning of the movie, in the, in the booth. When they're doing his autopsy right before that, they have this shot on the table of of his brain next to an open-bitten cheeseburger. It looks so tasty. Yeah. Like, the burger, burger actually genuinely looks fucking delicious. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Either one. I can't Put even tell. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> Make it a sandwich. Let's fucking eat They it. did sing that song. <laughs> Put it on a bun. Which was weird. I was like, that's a strange song to have. Right yeah. Now. Weird commercial. And our gory number two is when they... When Karen discovers a dead bull, or I thought it was a deer, but you guys think it's a bull, and they do talk about cows. Yeah, they're yeah. talking about raising cows to eat. It's not too gory, but you know, it's it's a bloody animal. And also that uh, that old uh, yokel is talking about alien abductions and like cattle uh, mutilations. Oh, true. Remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and they were like, well, well, you just you just keep an eye on that sky for us, and he's like, all right. <laughs> It doesn't. Why do you think? Why were they speculating like that when they knew the truth? Why were they speculating? I like, think why was that old man like? Do, was he just like, oh, this will throw the non werewolves off? You know what I mean? Like, why were they even? All our obvious like hunting and wolf puns. I can't tell. I don't wolf. know. Yeah. Because that oh, old yeah. man <laughs> seems that old man seems quite simple. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> to say it, to put it lightly. Yeah, yeah. Not to uh, cut you off, but the next Sorry. gore part involves a cut-off arm. That's oh, right. Yes. Uh, when uh, Terry is being hunted by one of the werewolves, she manages to cut off its arm, and it is a werewolf arm, transforms to human arm. Well, it's all spurting blood, by the way. Way to go, Terry. Transforms, <laughs> yeah. transforms into human arm, and then uh-huh. inflates and deflates and all these pulsing growths. Definitely the like peak gore of the movie. Really nice focus on it. Mm. Um, and then the other, or I would say the last gore scene is uh, near the end when they encounter the entire colony of werewolves. They are all feasting upon the previously brave Terry, and she's oh. entirely ripped open, and you see her rib cage and it's split apart. Oh, poor Terry. Yeah. Oh, poor Terry. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you I, know, don't, sh- I don't count the transformation scene as a gore scene because it's, I don't know. It That's not really that. a gore scene. I mean, it's fucked up and, you know, well, it's kind of intense. It, uh, it reminds me of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it goes on so long. It goes on so <laughs> goddamn long. And you're yeah. like, why don't they just run away? Why don't they just, like, uh, push them down or do anything? Like, you have 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Figure something out. So, yeah, that's a uh, gore feast. Yeah, yeah, feast that's the end of the gore, gore for the movie. Yeah. That I got to enjoy. And people got shot. Yeah, and yeah, people got shot. Gore. People get shot all the time. <laughs> 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 um, yes. Next, we would like to discuss themes of this movie and whether or not they were properly executed. Uh, and I believe the first theme that we were already talking about a little bit. Um, Shay has some pretty fascinating ideas on the 
uh, kind of the animal versus human thing. Uh, Shay, if you want to say what you're saying. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I think, I don't know. No, none of, talk about worse sex later. <laughs> You can't. It's it's inescapable. The werewolf sex. You have to. It's the elephant in the room. You have to talk about it to an extent. But uh, before talking about that, like, um, I think it's interesting to see. It's interesting, like, because if you look at the behaviors that the people do, and you actually compare them to what real, actual fucking wolves do, this mm. is the exact opposite. Like, no wolf goes near people. No wolf would normally attack people. And also, wolves, like, mate for life. If you want to go into the whole uh, Bill, like, cheating on his wife and everything like that. Mm. Um, and, like, the animal magnetism and whatnot. But I'm just saying that, like, these are all um, traits that you wouldn't see the animal actually doing. So my theory is that humans can't fucking handle both their basic, like, urges Mm -hmm. and this power that they get by being, like, a werewolf. So really... The thing that makes a werewolf evil isn't the wolf part of it. It's it's the human element of right. it. Right. Because people just can't, they can't handle that level of power, which mm. that's actually a theme that keeps happening and is reoccurring throughout a lot of different films. Yeah. Talking about how, like, power corrupts. Right. And so, I don't know. I think that that could be, that could be uh, an element to this. And it's mostly supported by how easily Bill is, like, tempted into being supposedly this evil fucking baser animal. straight up Oh yeah. Yeah. The colony throughout the film. In the beginning, it, it, he's repeatedly they play news announcements of him talking about primal urges and how to deal with primal urges. Yes. Well, I thought the most one of his first lines and is really fascinating was said something along the lines of repression is the source of all neurosis. Um. So in in that sense, it's like he's insinuating that werewolves are the like the the highly evolved human like they are uninhibited and they have nothing repressed and because of that they do not suffer any neurosis like a transformed man right so i thought that was interesting well no i mean i guess like yeah if if a lot of us were given more powers we probably would be like more jerks i suppose Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I, I would like to think that I, I, I wouldn't be a jerk, but I probably in some instances like would be just because I'd be like, well, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Oh, yeah, right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to turn that down when, like, especially you've had a bad day or something like that. You're like, no, you know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> You're not gonna yeah. fucking stop me. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut in line. Give me my fucking latte right now. I'm a goddamn werewolf. Yeah. Like I wasn't gonna bring it up, but uh, I wasn't gonna bring it up. But then you know what? You know what? You said the wrong fucking thing to me today. <laughs> yeah. They even say something like that, where they're like, when they're talking about how the psychologist sent to control them to help them like unwind. He's like, no. You're crazy. And he's like, crazy, we're much more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's kind of interesting, too, because in the end, uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, whenever they uh, shoot the therapist, he says, oh, thank God. And then he falls down. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, maybe this whole time, like, he saw this more of a curse, and he's trying to, like, get all these people in the same ideology of like, no, we have to like live peacefully together because right. it's the only way because he can't think of any way that would cure them. Right. Well, was he the original one? Uh, maybe. And he bit all know. the others? Maybe, I don't know. found him through being a doctor and decided to set up this ex- 
experimental colony right. of werewolves. Yeah, so I would say he's a werewolf. He doesn't like uh, the <laughs> fact that being a werewolf involves hurting people. So he wants to start this movement of <laughs> peaceful werewolves. Oh, yeah, very much so. No, we talked about that because ultimately uh, you're, we were talking about the two different kind of camps and ideology of werewolves where, like, this, uh, the doctor obviously wanted everybody to be peaceful and just mm -hmm. live off fucking cattle. And then the rest of them were like, we can't do that shit. We're werewolves. Like, we want to eat people. And then uh, that's probably what might have pushed Eddie to go into right. the city and to become a serial killer mm -hmm. because him acting out these things that we see as like a serial killer's actions, like that's really when he turns into a werewolf, right. he's just like fulfilling that need. He's doing what's natural to him. Yeah, what he thinks is natural. Yeah, yeah. Which is scary if you think about, I mean, I hate to go there at all, but like people who actually do like sick and disgusting things like murder um or anything of that nature like to I, I would say to them they that's the feeling they experience is like this is my natural thing i have to do <laughs> joe did you get any like benadryl did you get any like joe you okay <laughs> did that did that thing i say give you a daydream there oh <laughs> Sorry, did I remind you of something? Uh, or? Yeah, and the doctor is telling them, you know, it's not, it's not natural <laughs> urges. You know, and he's so, back. Uh, he's back. And, he and you know, time has changed, but they just say like, oh, it is, but, but not enough. Right. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking. I did think that was funny when he was saying that. It was like these werewolves are out of touch, like with the rest of humanity. It's like they even werewolves have to worry about like staying up with the trends. Or <laughs> not that being, is true. Yeah. Werewolves especially, do have to worry. Especially when they go public when Karen transforms at the end of the movie. Oh yeah. I, I know there are sequels, but I like don't. Or do they deal with with you know werewolves being a nationally known phenomenon, or do they think it's not true? Like oh well, they deal with that already in the, in the end of this fucking movie because like you see the people at the bar at the end of it where uh, one person's like uh, you know what just happened they're like and then one guy's like that lady just turned into a werewolf and then they shot her and then the other guy was like well you're fucking drunk and he's like yeah but that's still fucking true right. yeah and and it's like. Uh, Good with special effects these days. Right. Exactly, totally. So it's like they dismiss that almost immediately after it happens, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of, that's that's kind of a cool thing that they're suggesting too, that like even if something that crazy happened, we'd probably still be like, that was special effects. So we'd be like, was that real or not? It's on right. TV, I can't tell. I think um, this is the, another theme I want to talk about is I think that that is about how we hear so much negative news stories that were like desensitized to them mm -hmm. and that like we can hear like we'll see on like facebook or whatever we'll see like oh there was like a tsunami somewhere and a bunch of people died yeah and it's just like that doesn't mean much to us like i hate to like like i hate to say like i know that like it's it's, a, it's an awful terrible thing that has happened to a bunch of people but we're so desensitized that we know how to just read stuff without even like personalizing it oh, yeah. or like thinking about for a second what that reality actually is like. like so like losing the human connection. Yes, Joe. <laughs> Almost as if you don't understand the concept of death. 
Right. Yeah. Almost. Yes. Almost. Something y- like that. Yeah. Or just the fear involved of that. No, I get what you're saying, though, ultimately, because, like, yeah, uh, it is really easy to just, like, see all these bad things happening and be like, okay, well, that's what that is. But, like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't uh, that doesn't have something immediately affecting what's going on in your life. Right. Right. And uh, it's uh, it it was I thought it was emphasized because that guy who said, like, oh, no, she turned into a werewolf and then she was shot when he says that he's so just passionless when he says it like he he doesn't it's absurd the way he's like not register like he's not emotionally registering with what he's saying so because of that i would say that that part is emphasizing something about what we were talking about oh yeah that's even interesting more interesting because the guy who actually does understand what the fuck is going on even he's like uh well well, fucking (laughs) ever he's like yeah yeah, yeah. that's that this is what really happened who cares yeah whatever the world's a crazy place so like even the people who can see like they don't fucking care yeah and the ones who like can't see it's like yeah obviously yeah interesting so maybe it's it's almost like a it could be like a warning tale like i don't know what they're what they could be trying to warn us of but they're trying to say that wolves basically they're saying there are wolves everywhere and yeah. our chili and our liquor and, and our chili our yeah <laughs> yeah everywhere. actually yeah i mean the way that wolf was just absurdly on everything i that's, mean i think it's awesome yeah yeah i'm wondering if that's why if they weren't just like oh this is funny this is clever or if they're like let's emphasize this theme of wolves you know taking over I think it's kind of interesting that the, I think actually they were trying to be just fucking blatant uh-huh. and that even still, if you weren't looking for that, if you were just kind of like just letting it pass by as you're watching the film, you mm. might not notice that. Oh, yeah. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Because like, I, honestly, I could I could probably watch that with like several different people and I could imagine them being like, oh, I didn't even notice that. I was like, really? You didn't notice fucking wolf <laughs> literally everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Literally everywhere. Yeah. Everyone. Wolf language and like cues. Like when they first go hunting and he shoots something, he's like, oh, whoa, it's your first shot. You're a natural hunter. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, and oh, all man, the I jokes, all the jokes. The first werewolf. Uh, I called it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Natural hunter, yeah. All the really blatant jokes, like, yeah, you want to come down and see the meat, like, you know, the coroner talking about shit, uh, or, yeah. like, uh, I don't, even all the cutscenes, all the cutscenes to, ubiquitous cutscenes to the moon, even though the moon does fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like, no, but by the way, it's still, you know, it's still, <laughs> they they're might, still yeah. werewolves. They so might as well, like, keep, they might as well just, like, keep Gosh. cutting to, like, a sunflower, or, like. <laughs> keep cutting to like a car or <laughs> like, like it's just like it's just a nice object to look at for a few seconds just grassy knoll like it has like, you know. has no influence any key elements of the story that actually would have been hysterical if they literally were just shooting anything because <laughs> yeah. it had the same effect on them ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well any last thoughts do you want to put into a few words why this is this this is your favorite horror movie um, I don't know if I would say this is my favorite horror movie, oh, but okay. basically I will say that I think this is a super underrated like stepbrother to American Werewolf in London. Mm. And this is why, too, um, American Werewolf in London and The Howling, they both come out in the same year. Mm. And they were both uh, of the special effects department were run by uh, Rick Baker. Nice. The thing is, Rick Baker started off on this film. 
and uh, then he left so he could go and be the head on American Werewolf oh, in London. Amazing. And he literally, uh, he passed it off to, uh, fuck, I actually wrote it down. I think it's Rob Botton. Shit, don't, don't quote me on that. Uh-huh. I think it's that. But he passed it off to his apprentice. And his apprentice took it on for the rest of the time and uh, like pretty much was the director for that. But Rick Baker fucking started this. Right. And he started doing the werewolf in the howling before he did the one in American Werewolf in London. Right. So the werewolves you're seeing in this film are technically the grandfathers of the werewolf you see in American Werewolf in London. You could totally see that too. Exactly. You totally can. It's in, in American Werewolf in London, they're like way more developed and detailed. Very much so. It's almost like this movie was his like training grounds. Yeah, like, and so I he in got that some trial sense, and error. It, absolutely. So in that sense, I think that it's good to see this because you see kind of like the origins of like one of the most iconic werewolves I think ever, like yeah. in film. Oh, totally. Beyond Definitely. beyond uh, you know OG Wolfman like fur, furry face kind of like uh, werewolves like right. when I think a werewolf, I think when most people think of that, they think about it in you know Lon AWL. Chaney, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, Lon Chaney. <laughs> But I think other than that, like, I, I, uh, I, I prefer, I prefer that werewolf and, uh, yeah. So, but that's why I think the howling is important because you get to see kind of like the history of that, Hmm. which is, which is pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. Hey, Joe, uh, I would, I would be careful not to scream too much while you're, uh, observing to use your words, your lover. You, I can't imagine that's not drawing attraction to you when you're screaming Lon Chaney over and over again? It's Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. Wow. Every day. It's everyone day's Halloween. Everyone's watching horror movies. Come on. Right. Okay, so everyone's walking down the street just chanting their favorite. I'm in a car. <laughs> Where do you think I was? I thought, I'm sorry. I thought the last time I thought you said you were outside the schoolyard. Oh, yeah. I was in a car. I'm driving around. Oh, you're just in your car. Yeah. So you're in your car in your mask, screaming Ron Chaney all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the person to do, man? Wolfman. It's <laughs> perfectly normal. Uh, Joe, when are you coming back to us? Uh, it might be a few days. I don't know. Got a couple more stops to make. <laughs> what's your next stop? Uh, we'll see. You know, I got a good lead. You know. Uh huh. People seem to be watching some movies, having a party. Hey, Joe, I found this uh, ice box. I've been trying to open it all day. I just about got it open. Uh, is there, like, a key to this lock? No, no, no. You just go, you know, give it a jiggle. Hit it, hit it a little harder. Okay. Uh, ah, oh, there we go. Oh, it's open. Okay, let me look. Oh. Joe. No. No. Oh, God, Joe. You killed them. You killed them all, Joe. No. Well, Shay, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Chris, uh, it's really it's good. Thanks. Been a wonderful discussion, wonderful time. Um, that was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I told you, Joe. I told you you were going to draw attention to yourself. The police are after you now, Joe. I'm not bailing you out this time, Joe. Guys, uh, I gotta get out of here. I have a couple warrants, so. Uh, oh, I'll great! See you. Thanks, I'll, Joe. I'll see you later. It was really good. I was, I was, I, yeah. You, you didn't see me. Okay. All right. That's Bye. fine. Okay. Well, this concludes another episode of Tuesdays with Gory with just Justin and Joe. Um, 
tune in next week. We'll be watching something. Don't know what yet, but we will keep you filled in. Just find us on Instagram at Tuesdays with Gory for updates and fun clips. All right. Take care, all you fine horror lovers out there. What about Lani? 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 Hey there, kiddos. Watching a scary movie during Halloween month? If so, post a screenshot on Instagram. Hashtag it maggotphone. That's hashtag maggotphone. It'll be our own little private hashtag to discuss the films we love during Halloween Horror Month. Tuesdays with Gory has been a presentation of Moss Tapes. For more information, please visit www.mosstapes.com.